0: By their fruits. I often say, let people show you who they are. What I mean by this is a few things. And it comes up right now because of what is dominating world news in January 2021. Judging a person is inevitable on some level. Each of us see people based on our experiences, our values, our influences, our upbringing, and the sum of all these things, our perception. As I admitted recently, I can be a poor quick judge of character, so I do have to rely on every person to show me who they are over time, and the fact is, everyone will. This kind of thinking is what sparked something I wrote a couple years ago, called My Who, Your Who, Who Are You, because each of us decides who we show the world we are, some more so than others when there is a public platform or soapbox to do it from. I was talking to my little sister Jenny today, and as usual, when we get into a long chat, we both marvel at how alike we are. I won't list the ways, but we are both humanity and empathy-centered, so we find ourselves equally shocked by things that are the opposite of that. Both of us find a lack of humanity and empathy ignorant. That too would require a lot of explanation to someone who is not humanity and empathy-centered. So suffice it to say, we are both thoroughly confused by the type of thinking that created the insurrection at the Capitol building and the bifurcating of the word American right now. In huge part because of empathy, another thing Jenny and I have always had in common is a love and respect for Princess Diana. I was reminded of this when, recently after Thanksgiving dinner, we went to Jenny's living room to sit on the couch There, on her glass coffee table, sat the copy of UK Vogue that I gave her from October 1997, when Princess Diana was on the cover. I lived in England in the 90s. Two of the most famous people in that decade were Michael Jackson and Princess Diana. Maybe that wasn't the case in every country, but since Michael was American and Diana was English, from within England it seemed she was the most watched most talked about, most filmed, and most photographed person on the planet. It's fair to say that she was one of the country's favorite past times, with constant attention and no ability to go ignored. From her shoes to her hat and everywhere she sat, she was scrutinized. The media made money from her, and the newspapers thrived from her being on the cover. You see, England in the 90s had so many newspapers, they took up a whole long wall in the news agents. After she and Prince Charles separated, the newspapers saw it as their duty to stick to her like shit on a shovel. Even after the divorce, the press could find her on the goddamn moon. She couldn't do anything without scrutiny and criticism. The Diana stories were constant. Lies, twisted truths, anything they wanted to say or make up, they did. You can understand why the paparazzi was in her face. She was big money for them. I remember where I was standing the morning of August thirty-first, 1997, when I heard news of her death broadcast on the radio. It was surreal. One of those moments you'll never forget because everything stops and your heart sinks. I bought two newspapers that morning because I was so angry. Maybe you know the way she died, chased by the paparazzi. The best way I could think to mark the event was to get one paper printed before her late-night death, doing the usual criticism, and the other paper reporting her death as a national tragedy. I've never been so bugged in my life by kind words as I was in the weeks following Diana's death. The newspapers did not about-face, and all started reporting how wonderful she was. They spoke of the good she did in the world, they shared stories from her friends, and how much she was adored. They reported on her volunteer work and willingness to give so much of her time to children. They even shared stories that had never been told about intimate encounters she had in hospitals with sick and dying patients. As sudden as her death, they had no need to slag off the dead princess. The two faced words and articles, the biggest disrespectful slap in the face I've ever seen in my life. This princess, who embodied grace, humanity, empathy, class, beauty, and charity, could only be spoken well of dead. It was heartbreaking. Her huge loss to the world only finally acknowledged after all those years of belittling and bullying. Even people I knew who believed what they read in the papers before her death, did an about-face, and still repeated what they read. The hypocrites were everywhere. I sat and watched live one of the most viewed events in history, her funeral procession the morning of September 6, 1997. I was torn apart watching her two sons walk behind her coffin for an hour and 47 minutes through London. A literal princess who did so much good in the world was food for the wolves until she died. Then she was their god. Every forked tongue turned to velvet, caressing her memory in total hypocrisy, as though nobody had a memory of all the ugly words already spoken for years. I was and still am a big fan of Princess Diana, and I find her life one of the most tragic stories of all time. The twisted lies did not outweigh her showing the world who she was. I didn't let anyone tell me who I saw. I didn't see the princess the papers spat on. I can think for myself. I can watch with my own eyes. I can recognize genuineness. I know the difference between class and crass. Anyone out there also willing to think for themselves? To watch with their own eyes? To allow a person to show you who they are? Will understand the point I'm trying to make in January 2021. By their fruits, ye shall know them. Natin Chat is brought to you by Seeds and Cells dot